This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, so this is a very, very uh, fun one that I wanted to share with you. I'm going to give you the last kind of or the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes of a session that I did at the Clearwater Mastermind. And um, this one was the most impactful, I think, could be arguably that I've ever done. There was certainly silence in the room when I was uh, introducing the, the, the points here. Uh, these are what I would call Paul's key success principles, not every one of them. And I taught this session on the basis that if I was having to have a, a conversation with my kids about what it takes to be successful, I basically put 20, 25 things on the board and, and kind of walked through them. Um, some of it quite deep, some of it just common sense, some of it just stuff where you think, yeah, I've never really thought of it like that. It seemed to go down very well. It got a big round of applause at the end, um, which was different to the usual you know, kind of round of applause that I get in the room. So you could just tell that it did make a dent. Now, I'm not giving you it all. Um, I couldn't at this point, but I'll give you 15 to 20 minutes of it just to... It's just very inspiring and I hope it helps you and just gets you thinking about what is uh, important and what the things are that I believe are uh, underpinning the success that I've had in my life and the enjoyment that I have in life and the, the love and the enthusiasm that I just have for life on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, these are a lot of things I've had to figure out myself. Um, nobody's really given them to me, um, but I just had to kind of go in you know, figure this stuff out for myself. So um, anyway, tennis up nice and loud. Enjoy the... Um, enjoyed the uh, session and um, we'll be back very soon with another audio experience. Key factors in how I think and how I live that I'd want my kids to take from me. So um, I inserted this bit at the end because I didn't want this to be any form of like, this is just take it or leave it. And it really is. It's up to you what you want to do with any of these thoughts over the next half an hour or so. So key success factors that I'd want my kids to um, to take from me. If I go tomorrow, uh, please give them this video, right? Essentially is what I'm saying here. Live in a place that stimulates. We went through this yesterday. Choose to live in a place that um, gets the best for you and from you. Choose to live in a place that doesn't drain you, doesn't take your energy, doesn't take your optimism. Choose actively to live in a place. Don't stay there because I might be there. Don't stay there because you're family might be there because you think that's what you have to do because that's probably just guilt keeping you close by of which I've seen many many people fall foul of the I don't want to leave because of x right fine but if the place doesn't stimulate you it's going to be very difficult to get creative to get thinking about the things that will really juice you energize you that will give you a chance of being the best version that you can next one avoid serious people fuck like the plague Fuck me, like, and it's getting harder, by the way, to avoid serious people. But actively, consciously go out of your way, and I don't give a fuck whether it's your cousin, your brother, your mother, me, anybody. Do anything you can to avoid serious people. Seriousness is the real disease of this life, and it is a sign that somebody is struggling with life. The science behind serious people is as simple as this. Their thoughts are that consumed with how they are being perceived by people that they forget to laugh and smile. That's it. You show me a serious person, this thing is running 100 miles an hour with a pretense. But they literally forget to smile and laugh. 
the worry is that one day they will be exposed as to who they really are, their insecurities will be exposed. Um, and so if they keep up the, 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 the charade, if you like, it's a defense mechanism to that. That's the science behind a serious person. It is seriously not cool to be serious. This is fantastic. I've learned this the hard way, the real hard way. It's a beautiful phrase called conscious armory, right? So what it means is you've got a problem with your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your best friend, your sister, right? Whoever. We've all got one. Don't shut them off for good. What we can do is consciously, so with your own free will, literally put up an armor that just says, when I go there, I'm anticipating that this person is going to be miserable, going to be serious. It's going to pull me into a conversation that's negative, that's shit, that is not where I want to go. But I don't have to live there when I leave. I can literally, actively, consciously, physically armor myself. Think of the, the armor. Me, your conversation. I can bounce that back for an hour. And I can take the thing away. So I guess the message is don't let one relationship turn you into a sour bastard. Because it's very possible that one person in your life you put up a shield for, for the rest of your life, for everybody coming in. Consciously, actively choose that when you go to that area, you go to that place, you go to that person, you can put this thing up for an hour, two hours. As soon as you leave, it's gone. And you go back to being whoever you need to be. You can get on the defensive for limited periods of time. You can get on the whatever train for limited periods of time. Just don't stay there for the rest of your life. Because a lot of people do. They get one bad relationship. They get one bad thing going on. And this defense mechanism comes up for the rest of their life. So protect yourself emotionally from certain people at certain times, but don't close off completely. Don't tar everybody. You might get your heart broken once by one guy, one girl. It doesn't mean everybody's going to break your heart. Like, don't put this thing up for the rest of your life. That's kind of what I'm saying there. No osmosis of news. Now, I used to say, don't listen to the news, right? And what's funny, and I cannot believe it took me this long to explain it this way. People, I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I've actually seen people on Facebook seriously professing not to have any interest in news. It is the fucking news. Newsflash. <laughs> Do you get it? Nobody sits down anymore and fucking watches CNN or Fox or BBC, right? But what we're unconsciously doing is this. Like, this is the news. So the reality is this. And if I'm explaining this to my kids, you will never, ever, ever be able to switch off from news. Let's just start from there. You never, ever, ever switch off from news. Too many people want to tell you it. You'll see it in the, the Walmart, in the paper stand next to the, the checkout, right? You'll just see the headlines, the deaths, the whatever, the things, the gas prices. You'll never, ever, ever actively be able to switch off from the news. But what you can do is refuse osmosis of it, which means don't absorb it. It's there, it's in the atmosphere, it's going to go on, back the fucking thing back as fast as possible. So the news is always going to be in your life, but it doesn't mean it has to enter your bloodstream, technically. It doesn't have to change the thoughts. Next one. Be self-first and encouraging. Not selfish, which is a bit more ego, 
self fast. It appears to me that lots of people um, have this hang up about putting themselves fast. And in doing so, living within themselves, beneath themselves, just giving up their lives for other people. And I get it, it kind of makes sense on paper. But again, it's back to the who's actually living. The thing that I've watched is a lot of people live what they think is selflessly in pursuit of trying to help other people and very quickly run out of energy because they didn't figure out how to help themselves. But, but it's, a, it's a math teacher who doesn't know math, trying to teach math. Like, if I put myself first and I figure my shit out and I do it in a way that is congruent and I do it in a way that is opening a, a path, if you like, opening up a, a map for somebody, and I can say, hey, here's how to fix, he's how to solve the problem. He's how I did it. He's what I did. He's, he was my solution to the problem. So if I'm living from a place where I'm a lot more comfortable, stable, confident in who I am, it's very easy for me to help somebody try and figure it out for themselves. But if I didn't figure it out for myself, it becomes surely very difficult for me to teach or try and help somebody else. Where that's where most people are living. We're living from a place of like, I won't fix my own shit, but I'm very good at fixing somebody else's. Most people are spending more time worrying about everybody else's shit and figuring out everybody else's shit. And by and large, a lot of it's because they feel guilty about going, fuck it, it's my, it's my turn. No, you don't take it to the extreme. But if I'm encouraging it, it's your turn. It's a, it's, you have a go. Put yourself first and don't feel guilty about it. I'm pretty sure you're a really nice person, right? And you're not going to be reckless. You're not going to break any hearts. But to think that you can go through life and not put yourself first, it's, it's atrocious that that's been passed on through generations after generations. How much insecurity is there in life? It's a loaded question. Because nobody will do this. Now, I can put myself first with the view of helping a hell of a lot of people if I do. In fact, it's probably the only way that I truly can help somebody is if I put myself first. To really help my kids, I have to put myself first. Because ultimately, they're going to watch everything that I do. If I want them to have a terrific life, well, they're probably going to have to put themselves first. And it doesn't mean that they can't help somebody, they can't love somebody, they can't be there for somebody. It just means that everything has to start with yeah, I don't mind having a go at putting myself first in this situation. I can't let you rip pieces out of me every week, every month for the rest of my life. At some point, I have to come first if I want to continue to help you. How do you help somebody? Help them less. Help less. Think about it. Help less. Think about it. People are helpless. They've been helped that much, they're fucking helpless. Disney, you're not allowed to use the word help for that very reason. They'll say, I, you will say to them, hey, could you help me? They'll say, no, I'll assist you. The science behind it, if we help you, you will become helpless. So for me to help you, I actually need to help you less. You need to figure out your own shit, basically. Be curious. So it's very easy. I don't know exactly you know, what it's like in your town, but in a small town like where I'm from, it would be very easy for somebody to say that you've got too big for your boots, that you are just above yourself, that you are um, trying to do something that somebody from your family really hasn't done. And 
that you're getting carried away with yourself and that you're a little arrogant now and you're this, that, and the other, right? Every one of you who is in pursuit of something big and good is possibly at some point going to be accused of some version of your, the phrase we would use is too big for your boots. Like, that's just not what our family do. Like, that's just not what people from this town do. And I don't think for one second that anybody that wants to better themselves is actually better than anybody. I think what they are is a little more curious. The only difference between me and insert the blank would be I'm possibly a bit more curious just to go find out. There's just a hunch that says, go have a look. What's it like? What might it be like living that type of life? What might it be like if I go have a go at that? What could it be like if I went and studied those books? What could it be like if I, if I hired that mentor? What could it be like if I got around those people? I'm just possibly a bit more curious than other people. Curiosity didn't necessarily kill the cat, right? That isn't a bad thing to be curious. And I think that ultimately in the end, as I've observed it and watched very successful people, there's a level of curiosity around them and about them that is just at a level above most people. It's not arrogance. It's not contempt. It's not and better. It's not ego driven. It's quite simply, they're a bit more curious. They just want to read a bit more. They want to ask a bit more. They want to travel a bit more. They want to open their perspective. That's it. Anytime you have any doubts, any gremlins about anything to do with I'm getting above my station and there's a gap opening up between me and my family or friends or whatever it will be. Just remember really all you are is probably a bit more curious than they are. That's it. Not much more to it. Stay close to one or two people who make you laugh out loud. That's it. Hang around. Hang around with people who make you laugh. If one is to avoid serious people, one is to find a few people that you can laugh with, genuinely laugh, right? You've got it in abundance in this room, particularly down here, right? <laughs> do you know what, right? You make me laugh, right? So I love this, right? I fucking love what I do, right? Because that, again, right, like attracts like. like it, it attracts like. I don't necessarily have the same curiosity for booze, right, as down here. <laughs> but I like to laugh. And it's no coincidence that there's lots of laughs in this room. You are allowed to laugh, right? You don't have to be rich before you can laugh. Like, it's just, it's not this thing that's exclusive to anybody. It's like, when I'm rich, then I'll laugh and I'll smile and we'll actually have some fun in the house and, you know, yada yada. Like, it's not that way. Find a few people who make you laugh, that you genuinely laugh. Never take unscheduled calls, ever. Yeah, I'll take that. Put them through. Who is it? I don't know. Okay, put them through. Who is it? I don't know. What does he want to talk about? I don't know either. Okay, pass him through. I'll drop everything. You're laughing. You're laughing. Because there's a bit of this. I don't want to be seen to be selfish. I don't want to be seen to be arrogant. I don't want to be seen to be insert the blank. It's the worst thing that you can do for anybody is take an unscheduled call. Let's think about it. How the fuck are you ready to help somebody when you don't know who they are or what they want to talk about? How are we allowed to live like this? How is this not encouraged early on? If you want me, let me fucking prepare for it. Tell me what you want to talk about. Give me some time to actually process whatever it is that you want to talk through. So I'm better prepared to help you. Phone always on silent. 
Good luck trying to get hold of me. <laughs> the bit here, don't make it your God. What that means is, people, it, it is becoming the new, like the look of it, the feel of it. Like if there's a crack, it's got to go back to the shop. If there's like a scratch, the kids are in meltdown. It's like, I need the new right born fair team. Like it's becoming a God, literally, for people. Like it is the new, like obsession. You watch them, the kids, it's their, it's their, it's drugs right now. And it ain't going to go away. If it's cracked, it's cracked. If it doesn't work, it don't fucking work. If it's broke, it's broke. If it's whatever, if it's the iPhone 5, who gives a fuck, right? If you can send a text, the least amount of things that that fucking thing does, the better, is my view of it, period. But everybody else wants to do the opposite. It's like, I need bigger memory so I can put more shit on it. I can put more games on it. I can put more, insert the blank on it. Why? That, that's coming. It's already here, but that's going to get worse. That it is like an addiction. I remember a few years back before we had kids, right? Do you ever remember your conversations before kids, all the things you said you wouldn't do? It's like, they'll, they'll never have an iPad and, you know, I'll never be one of these parents that just stuffs an iPad in front of my kid when we go to the pub. Like, now we've got fucking charges for charges for charges for iPads when we're in the pub, right? And I always remember, it's like, Natalie said, hey, my cousins just give her, a daughter uh, an iPhone and she's only 10. I was like, what? Fucking, that's absolutely scandalous. There's no fucking way. And like, now she's been gone like his friends have had phones since they were six don't you think he like this is 10 years eight nine years ago they were getting them at 10 now they're getting them at six like because of this i'm just a few years early on this it's it's the new obs obsession right it's not social media it's the phone you want to worry about if you're going to give them one give them an ugly fucking one with scratches and stand on it and like mark the fucking thing like don't let it become the God, is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's an item, and yeah, it can be put to good use, but don't let it become, and again, I'm talking to my kids. Big one, only Paul can make Paul happy. To think for one second that anybody's responsible for my happiness, bullshit. Biggest crock of shit that's ever been invented, sadly is ruining lives day after day after day after day after day, fueling insecurities, is that somebody else is responsible for my happiness. Thank God I figured this one out very, 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 very early. The movies have a lot to answer for. You need the guy or the girl to be happy. You need the mother or the father to be happy. Like it's bollocks. You need to figure out how you make you happy. Natalie's only job is to let me figure out what I need to be do to do to be happy. That's it. Her job is, and equally mine, is to create the environment or the conditions to allow her to figure out what she needs to do to be happy. There's not one single thing that I can do to make that woman happy. Yeah, there's pleasure and there's various things that go on around it, but true, true, deep appreciation, security, fulfillment, nothing that I can do. But I can make it easy for her to figure out. And if she's having a bad time, leave her alone. She'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. I'm not laughing. She'll figure it out. If I'm having a bad time, a bad day, a bad whatever, right? Even though there's no such thing. If there is a few moments in my life where shit isn't right, I'm not, I'm not exactly where I want to be. So just leave me. Just leave me alone. I'll figure it out. But if you 
pester me and start irritating me and start worrying that it's something you've done now we start fighting about something that didn't fucking exist in the first place again call me cynical but this shit's going on in houses all day every day because the insecurity at the other end i've just had a fucking i've just had an awkward day leave me alone i'm going to bed i put fucking i put friends on 26 episodes and i'll come out in two hours i'll be laughing but if you come in and start going what's wrong with you just leave me. She'd go, well, I'm only asking. Well, don't. She's like, well, I won't. Right? And then we don't speak to each other for three fucking days. And now we're having an argument about fucking summit that wasn't a problem in the first place. Obviously goes on in your house. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking leave me alone, right? To just figure out, it's got nothing to do with you. It's my shit. I'll figure it out. Just let me be. And I've done it numerous times. She knows. I just go straight upstairs. Just fucking leave me and I'll figure it out because that's my job. It's not yours. And equally, it's yours. Don't give me that responsibility. I'm happy with my own responsibility to get me happy, but it's one billion percent yours. Yours or mine as a partnership, if you come together, create the environment, create the conditions that allow each other to figure out your own shit. Keyword your own. But what is it? We've all been allowed to think, oh, if this person this and this person leaves and this, this person, this, he doesn't do this for me and she doesn't do this for me. I wouldn't, you're fucking miserable all the time at them. Like, no wonder they don't do anything. Everybody's going like this. But if you let the person become the best version of themselves, you watch what happens. Magic. People are good people. They've got it in them. They're just in wrong greenhouses. They're, they're not even in a greenhouse. They're in environments that fucking dampen rather than go on, go be the best version. So if I'm talking to the kids, it's up to you. Never ever think that somebody else is responsible for your happiness. Pleasure, fun, do all that together. But that, that deeper level stuff, that securities, which is really where a lot of people are kind of at and lost, that's your job. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.